0: Bill. Peter. We're back for another Coen Brothers episode. Oh, God. Lady Killers. <laughs> We're, so this is the Coen Brothers Movie Club, which is a subset of another podcast, but I haven't quite decided on the name of it. It might go back to 11th Street Telegram. Yeah, okay. Why not? Yeah. But Telegram now might have has like um, weird connotations. We're recording this January 16th 2021. Um so we're gonna in a bit we'll talk about lady killers. Ugh, yes. And we we both make that noise. And uh but first we're gonna do current events corner, right? Sure thing. Here's 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 our current events corner music.
1: What do you think? New new
0: bumper music.
1: I like it. It sounds exactly like uh, interstitial music you would hear on like radio or something like that. It hits exactly the right tone.
0: You like that little synth uh, face going? Yeah. Pretty sweet. It's two minutes long. We could just let it play. I'm just kidding. All right, let's fade it out. It's made on a little Korg software program. Uh, current events. Current events. Uh, um, so january 6th there was the electoral uh they're certifying the electoral vote P- Republicans did a bunch of shenanigans um there was a riot at the capitol Our president our sitting president because let's sitting be honest he probably yeah. sits a lot ah! that was i'm sorry i that, that was a low blow who cares you know yeah who cares um and then, uh, uh, I know, I have a dog pushing his cold nose into my hand.
1: Mm. Um, I also have a dog with a cold nose, but he's not in here.
0: Um, see, there he is right there.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, and then they got that all kind of sorted out, I guess. And then they certified Joe Biden for the president. Um, Trump got kicked off Twitter. Yep. Um,
1: What else? um well the inauguration is wednesday and yesterday apparently the my pillow ceo met with trump at the white house for some reason
0: and then they got a picture of the notes i saw
1: oh man
0: (laughs) uh, i didn't hear
1: about that i knew that there was something about notes but i didn't know it was because someone got pictures
0: yeah new york times took a picture and the the guy was kind of like holding his notes um And there was like words like insurrection act. And I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, he can't, what's he going to, I don't think he can do anything about that. I don't think
1: he can do anything right now. I don't think that, I don't think any, I think he, I don't think the military would answer his beck and call at this point. No, I don't think they ever really were in his camp. Um, And they're especially not now.
0: Maybe not as a whole, but there's a that I mean, you know, you saw those oh. interviews with people saying like, like the joint chiefs had to release a statement that was that was like, just because you like this guy doesn't mean, yeah. uh, you get to go against orders or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the military as a whole is just way, way less Trumpian an organization than I think a lot of people believe it to be.
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I do you think? Do you think a way to actually like get anywhere with these like far right Trump people is to um say like let you know let's say you you encounter one you're talking to them oh they stole the election you know blah 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 um you. Do you think a way to to a, a counter that is to say, oh, how do you think how do you think they should have made it more secure? Just out of curiosity, you know, or like, is it or is it to be like, hey, like I like, okay, well, y- you might think that the election was stolen, but but putting that aside, like, what policies are you like super opposed to that Joe Biden's going to do? Like, what what do you think is going to happen with Joe Biden as president? Like, is that a way to talk to them, or is that? Or, or do you think it's pointless?
1: I think that you're right in that there is, there's something to be said for just trying to move past the question of the election. Because I don't think that some people are ever gonna be satisfied that the election wasn't stolen. I think that people need to, I think that what's gonna have to happen for most people is not that they're going to get their minds changed but that rather a bunch of time is going to go by, and then they'll come around to denying that they ever believed the election was stolen. Yeah, I think I, I think time and lack of exposure to Trump himself is going to help with a lot.
0: I I mean it, yeah, I think I think that's true, but it feels not great because it feels like it feels like um, people should have to reckon with who they aligned themselves with yeah you know but right i um i don't think just for the rank and file people not for people that like actively stormed the capital or actively went to the thing you know yeah but but just kind of like you know grandpa or whatever right like the what because i i'd be curious to to hear what they say like as far as policies go right if they're like oh well this is the policy from joe biden that i'm really opposed to getting 1400 extra dollars i mean that's what i'm really opposed to (laughs) yeah what i'm really opposed to is him like rapidly getting the vaccine out to people
1: right i think that for a lot of folks it'll just be well he he claims to be a catholic but he's not Uh, He's not anti-choice enough, so therefore Uh, he's going to just continue the killing of babies. You know, like for so many people, it goes back to that.
0: It's going to be guns and guns and abortion as usual, right? Right. Yeah. 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 I
1: I had this other thought that I had this thought. It's like maybe what we need to do is uh, let Trump go down to Mar-a-Lago, and then we basically have to Truman show him, surround him with actors and like fake. Feeds coming in on the TV that will convince him that he's actually still president from down in Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> like from Mar-a-Lago, he's like issuing decrees, <laughs> and then people have to make it like, oh, he says, deploy the military to have, you know to Iran, and so then someone has to like, okay, we got to find a Hollywood movie that that has like some war footage <laughs> and put it and make it make him it think it's CNN. Like, <laughs>
0: that, it, and uh, maybe the an easy thing to do along those lines would be to just give him. Like somebody write a program where uh, it's like a Twitter clone on his on his device, yes. uh-huh. so he can read everything on Twitter, and it might oh, look man. like he's posting on Twitter, right. but in actuality, he's the only one that can read any of his tweets.
1: Yep, yep. And you'd ha- it'd be pretty easy to design AIs of people to just like react to his tweets positively. I'm sure I think he likes the negative
0: thing. stuff too, so I think I think we'd have to throw in AIs, you know
1: sprinkle in some negatives that makes sense <laughs> yeah
0: and but have them written by like uh, super righty uh right. people Ugh, God. i'm a snowflake i don't like you see this is yeah. this is what i'm talking about that was my i think
1: back. i think that i'm i mean i'm terrified that QAnon is going to keep mis- metastasizing but you know other conspiracies theories like that have taken hold you know and they do kind of eventually run their course like the satanic panic of the 80s and 90s that kind of eventually ran its course and like the stranger danger those things will run their it'll run its course but it that's not to minimize it it can still do tremendous damage but i don't think it's i don't think we have to assume QAnon is now a permanent fixture of american society but the, the, big, be wrong.
0: Di- the big difference is just the internet now though yeah that's but true. but i mean if if platforms keep de-platforming these people yeah then you can only like recruit within your ranks so many people but it does then become an echo chamber um uh yeah Yeah. i don't know it, it's i i think oh, there was there was one argument I think there's there is there's a there's a very lefty kind of argument that I've seen that I do not think is fruitful whatsoever. Hmm. Um, and I saw somebody post like that guy that stormed the Capitol and had the um, the like buffalo head, the buffalo the, the, head yeah. the, the, with the tattoos and stuff. And apparently he he like eats an organic diet and he wasn't eating because they weren't giving him organic food. And then finally they were like, okay, you can have some organic food right and the argument was like why give that guy anything i can't believe that we're doing that for somebody and it like dumb i i feel like that's just it's yeah it's just really really stupid also yeah i i just i think like that that logic is it, it it's basically like let's never treat anybody well but I get saying like, here's the discrepancy, you treat this guy this way, you treat Black Lives Matter protesters this way. I get that yeah. logic, but I don't think it's right. to say, let's not treat anybody that way.
1: There was a thing, yeah. And it, it, what you're saying is sort of a version of this thing I saw going around, which is somebody tweeted and it got kind of blown up. It was like, we're not saying we want you to shoot them. We're saying, we don't want you to shoot us. I, the, way, the way you don't shoot them. You know? Yeah. And that's sort of, yeah, this idea that I try to live according to the Kantian categorical imperative, which is like, I wouldn't, you know, everybody should, what am I trying to say here? Like, if it becomes okay to deny a prisoner their food because you don't like that prisoner, then obviously what that means is like, oh, okay, anytime a Muslim gets arrested, they're going to be fed pork, right? Like, do you really want that? No, you don't want that, right? Yeah,
0: just like they shouldn't want, just like the right should not think that it's okay for people to protest a legitimate um, election. Because Mm. if they think that's okay, (laughs) like from their own logic they got to be careful then because mm. if the tables are turned they're not going to like they're not going to like it, that you know
1: no no
0: no um i mean you can protest an election but you can't like right uh you know beat yeah. beat a cop to death with a with a fire extinguisher black lives matter though bill but we're going to beat this cop to death with a fire extinguisher mhm screwed up all right is our uh, go ahead
1: no i just i think i think where i might disagree with you is whether when somebody on our side engages in stupid rhetoric like that do we say that that is lefty rhetoric or that's just people Hmm. on our side being as stupid as the people on the other side
0: uh sure i mean if it's coming, I, I don't.
1: that's probably a distinction yeah. without a difference
0: yeah I, no yeah i mean good point it's somebody i've seen enough people say it though
1: yeah like, no it's true it's there's like, definitely been there has been a certain i mean obviously the way everything that went down last wednesday or two wednesdays ago now still seems fresh in our mind uh exposed a lot of the hypocrisy in the other side and there's been kind of a almost a gleeful uh sort of piling on of that hypocrisy and i think some of that gleefulness has led people to if they thought for two minutes about what they were saying they would realize it was a stupid thing to say
0: <clears throat> yeah
1: like you're saying about the Q shaman. Uh, shaman. That was a weird way of pronouncing shaman. that word. Q shaman. <laughs> the Q shaman prison diet issue.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, maybe that's enough. Our dog, events.
1: Ellsworth, he, when he groans about something, he, he when he groans, he can sound very human. So it sounded like a strange little elf-like creature talking outside the door, but it was just Ellsworth going Row!
0: Yeah, Ellsworth and and my dog Zobie, they um, they set they they have similar characteristics with like the mm-hmm. big the crazy ears. ears. And then when Zobie is being real whiny, he does the wow like yeah, yeah, pretty funny. It's, it's um, pretty cute. That was our dog corner within the current event. Dog corner. Uh okay wait one more uh one more thing before we get to lady killers okay um let's steal something from slash film cast just just blatantly steal from them uh what what we've been watching
1: oh yeah for sure
0: let's do that okay Um, apologies and thanks to dave chen and Devendra hardwar and
1: jeff canada yep okay who wants to go first you go first okay Let's see, Um been watching the first season of Big Mouth Love which Big is freaking hilarious, it's, sh- yeah. it's so funny, it's so good. Yeah. It's like uh, a cruder, so what I think is great about it is it's great in some of the same ways that Pen15 is great. Yes. It's like an adult take on seventh grade. It's quite, lit- it's seventh grade in both cases and it's kind of a similar, uh, obviously uh, Big Mouth is a bit raunchier
0: I have, I have a spoiler thing for you, a minor, minor, minor spoiler for like a few seasons in the future. And Big Mouth? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to yeah. hear it? Yep. There's a crossover episode. Oh, that's incredible. I haven't seen, I haven't gotten to it because I'm one episode behind the new one, the new. And season. that's
1: awesome. I, I, that's particularly surprising because they're on different uh, platforms. Yeah. Pen15. Oh my God. What a it's great,
0: so good. what a great show. Just it started amazing. out like
1: with, with, like with each episode, it gets better. It like gets better and better. Yeah. such a good show. And then, you know, Big Mouth is obviously much more of a sort of a straight comedy, but yeah. It, in this they, last episode, go ahead. No, you, you go, you go. In this last episode, there's these random Seinfeld bits just completely out of the blue. Oh really? Oh <laughs> yeah, wait, I do remember that. I do yeah. Remember it's that. the episode where um, they go to, Nick's sister's like uh, high school party and they cut all of a sudden to the the cafe in Seinfeld (laughs) and like Nick is Jerry uh and uh, uh what's her name is Elaine and so on it's very funny
0: it's they took they took the pacing from Family Guy and uh some of the like drawing aspects from family guy but they left all of the like super shitty toxic jokes Mm -hmm. with family guy i maybe not all because i think there's i think there's a couple that don't land that well in Mm -hmm. um in big mouth and and jenny slate after this year she said she's uh she left the show voluntarily because she didn't want to play um the voice of a, a person of color on the show right so um, um yeah
1: but like it really I don't know I mean there's a lot of I think it's a really great example of how a show with a few exceptions as you just said but it's a really great example of, of a show that you can be raunchy as hell without being toxic right you can be extremely raunchy in a way that is actually not uh negative toward it's not like you know harassing of any person or group
0: yeah um, so it's so yeah, funny it's, it, it's fucking it's, funny i it's so funny i got to i got to get caught up on that um
1: the other the other thing i watched last night was a film called Bacurau, which is a brazilian movie that came out did you watch it
0: no i was going to say please don't please don't give anything to okay. cuz i'm very looking forward to watching it i just it's on the it's on the watch list
1: okay i thought it was very good
0: very I, good. I can't wait to watch that
1: there are some i mean maybe we should even talk we should like maybe record a special episode or something about it once you've seen it
0: yeah um i'm down but uh, uh, yeah um anything else
1: no we'll stick uh, with that
0: so i i watched about half of cobra kai on netflix Mm-hmm. And I I don't I I know you watch it and you it, maybe it was like in the not for you column. Um I just love the Karate Kid movies and then they what the, what they do with that show, I'm not going to spoil it or anything, but what what they do with that show is they take like the Karate Kid was very much like a like a black and white. The, these people are good, these people are bad. There there are only good guys and bad guys. And um very much like movies from the 80s like yay we beat the bad guy um Mm -hmm. and this show is based on the premise of what if um what if Daniel LaRusso was was the asshole Mm -hmm. and and then they it's just so good it's just so good it's like it's it's not like a super deep show really but they do they they are able to cover some stuff that fe- that that feels pretty like of the moment you know and they they talk about like ve- they touch very lightly on like right wing stuff and like left wing stuff very very lightly but oh my god what a great show mm-hmm. um, so i would
1: say that we watched one episode and i i thought you know it's pretty good but it just didn't grab us for the second episode and Another show we've been trying to watch lately was BoJack Horseman, and we watched wow, yeah. five or six episodes of that, waiting for it to get good, and it never did.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I the, I'm told the first season of BoJack is the is the roughest one, and so um, I, I like I told you the other day, I think I might jump into the just the latest season. I think I might yeah. just make a big old leap, jump in the latest season and see what's going on. Yeah. Um, because I hear it's supposed to be really good. Um, and then the other thing I cannot tell you how happy i am to just have started uh getting back caught up with uh better call saul Mm. oh my god man like it's it's better than breaking bad i think i agree oh my god what and i love i really loved breaking bad but, but maybe we ha- so. My top
1: we haven't favorite. seen the season that has aired, but is he not yet on Netflix?
0: Yeah, neither have I. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm I'm getting caught up with season four.
1: What is What is happening?
0: Um. Okay. So fast forward if you don't want to hear about it. Um. The Nacho, um, it has been recruited by Gus. Mm his partner is no longer um and hector is um has has got to this stage to the yes. finger tappy stage after the poisoning after the poisoning yeah or, or not really poisoning he was um he was right, just wasn't denied uh yeah. denied, his he, denied his angina medicine, medicine. that's yeah. right that's right um yeah
1: yeah, that's a great show. I can't.
0: Um, good God, it it's so it's so good. It's so good yeah. on so many levels. It The shots are amazing in that show. The pacing is amazing. It like lets characters breathe in the show mm-hmm. and you you're not hurried along with the story at all. It's it, it like it accomplishes so much in each episode, but it feels like it feels like you're like lounging in the show somehow. Oh, and the other thing about that show is it, it's similar to like older, um, what's the guy's name who we were talking about the other day? Uh, uh, the guy who made Election and... Um, Alexander Payne. Similar to A- Alexander Payne shows that that show strip malls or Alexander Payne movies, like it's like the beauty of an empty cell phone store, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's... It, it, it's like that that actually is what America is It's like a whole yeah. bunch of chain things. Breaking right. Bad was like that too to a degree. you know we yeah. have like like uh car washes and things like that. but right God, I just love it so much.
1: No that's that's a good point. I hadn't thought about the comparison to Alexander Payne, but I think that's pretty apt It, it really does it feels like real America like obviously because it's filmed in kind of a non glamorous american city it really does feel like what america's actually like
0: yeah i mean that's that's where the drama happens for us Mm -hmm. you know like uh maybe maybe this is like being a little bit too personal but when my dad was still alive i had to go into a cell phone store and i had like a near breakdown because i was like trying to get my dad who lived in florida who was like not well enough in his brain to know how to like get himself a cell phone you know mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. i'm like negotiating with the fucking cell phone people to be like i'm gonna get the phone i'm gonna set it up you mail it to them did you mail it and it you know it's like bright lights everywhere and like like soft rock <laughs> playing it's just yeah, like that, that's where that's where the drama happens in our lives it's not like stately manners or whatever um What's your face doing? Am I rambling oh, too much about it? Okay. No, not at all, not at all. Okay, um, all right. So that's what we've been watching. Let's here, let's play the little bumper again and then we'll get into Lady Killers. What do you think? Sounds good. Okay, here's the bump. Oh wait, I got to share screen. We're professionals, share screen. Okay, this is our outro music. like that synth face that's my favorite part Okay And now the 2004 Cohen Brothers film Lady
1: Killers Do you remember when you saw this for the first time I don't remember
0: I don't remember if I saw it in the theater or if I saw it on home video I want to say I saw it on on video. That's probably how I saw it.
1: I think I saw it in the theater. Hmm. I think I saw it in the theater. Would have been... In Gainesville? No, it would have been in uh, Northfield, Minnesota. So it probably would have been up in uh, Lakeville. Because it came out when I was a junior in college. Okay. Spring of my junior year. So, oh, man. it's i I think i saw it in the theater and then not again since then
0: i'm not a i'm not a huge fan of like star ratings lately or like ranking movies i'm really not into that so much anymore Mm -hmm. um because i think art is art and it's not really helpful to like put star ratings on it but if i were in that mood i would probably give this one and a half i think i gave it one and a half stars on letterboxd okay And this is the worst Coen Brothers movie.
1: This is the worst. I fully agree. This is the worst Coen Brothers movie.
0: It's the worst Coen Brothers movie. So
1: I remember seeing it in the theater and thinking that wasn't very good. But, you know, it was still a Coen Brothers movie. So given that it was a Coen Brothers movie against against movies in general, it, you know, stands up pretty well. I don't agree with that anymore. It was worse than I remember. Like... I was shocked at how much worse it was than I remember.
0: It's really bad. Like, Very even, bad. Uh, was, was this a Deacon's film? I forgot to
1: look. Uh, let's find out. Um, um, I will say that I guess from a cinematography standpoint, it is slightly more interesting than uh, the previous film, than intolerable The uh, Intolerable Cruelty. cruelty guess so cinematography by roger deakins god know.
0: what a terrible movie um it's and you know one of the reasons for me i don't know about you but one of the reasons for me it was so bad is that just the caricatures of uh oh black god. americans in this movie is oh just it's it's like and, and uh, people of color in general like the asian oh, um like the the asian character in this is just oh my god
1: it's just awful terrible.
0: it's like, it's offensive and awful
1: I think what the Cohen brothers think they were do- doing, here's what they would say. They would say, oh yeah, but you know, all the characters in the movie are a stereotype. It's a stereotypical uh-huh. absent-minded professor. It's a stereotypical uh, uh, hippie older guy. Yep. It's a stereotypical dumb football player. Everybody's a stereotype. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way because I'm a fucking professor. And the Tom Hanks character did not offend me at all.
0: Like, no. There's,
1: there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no real nasty edge to any of the f- aspects of the other characters in the movie. But the Marlon Wayne's character is just atrocious. It is yeah. an atrocious character. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, so many things, like, I just couldn't believe how bad the racial humor was around that character. It was
0: terrible. Like it was really, really could, bad.
1: You know, people say, you couldn't make Blazing Saddles today. Yeah, you could make Blazing Saddles today because in Blazing Saddles, the racist, the racism is the target of the joke. You couldn't make this movie today. I really no. feel that, like, this movie has aged way, way, way worse. It's really than, bad. Say, Blazing it's, Saddles.
0: It's really bad. It's really, really bad. I, I like, think, so I have a, I have a yeah. So regarding this, I think, I think what they thought they were doing, th- this falls into the um, "Raising Arizona" camp for me. Mm-hmm. I think both movies are their attempts to make uh, Warner Brothers' cartoons, Looney yes. Tunes. Yes. Yes. I think uh, "Raising Arizona" they're trying to make the Roadrunner cartoon, and I think this they're trying to more or less make a Tom and Jerry cartoon, mm-hmm. um, sort of. but uh because that's where warner brothers cartoons is where i i've seen these characters before Uh it's like the big uh, the big dumb guy is like the lenny cartoon on you know warner brothers or whatever the the main the main woman in you know i forget her character's name um Anyway, she uh, there, there's there's a character like her in Tom and Jerry cartoons that are, that are you see off-screen and you only like, kind of like see her feet, you know. Yeah. But the problem with that is that at the time they were making that character of the woman was a racial stereotype and it does, it's not good. It's not good.
1: I think that of all I think that Marva Munson is not nearly as bad as Gawain McSam in terms of the stereotypical Definitely. trail. Definitely, uh, But yeah. she's But they, they just, it's like, okay, she's kind of a, she's sort of a, like, she's sort of a type that's like older, old black lady that she's playing the sort of old black lady type. Yeah. They don't even do a good job. Like, so one of the things about the movie, and this is extremely specific, but this really bothered me I don't buy that an old black lady in Mississippi would be sending money to Bob Jones University.
0: Yeah, they talked about that in um, Roger Ebert actually talked about that in in his uh, in his review back in two thousand four. Really? Yeah, because he said, you know, like whether or not they did that intentionally, like maybe that's part of the joke because she is very out of touch. Like, that's part of the joke for her character is she's so far <gasps> out of touch that she doesn't realize what's going on. Right. So, that, that could be
1: that I could see that maybe that's the, the intention.
0: And in, I watched the original too. The original's on uh, Criterion right now. And in the original, the original's better, honestly. The original is way better because. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like it benefits from the fact that there are only white people in the movie, yeah <laughs> because we avoid any sort of terrible racial stereotypes, and instead, the joke about the the um the landlord lady is that she's this sort of yeah. like high society old lady British type who's uh, like uh, uh. who comes into the to the police station all the time and reports like... I I saw the aliens come down and you need to you need to get over there and uh, you know, like that kind of a thing and then at <laughs> the end it ends it's got all the same beats. Um, yeah. And Alec Guinness plays the Tom Hanks role, which initially, Peter Sellers is in this movie too. Initially, I, I stopped halfway through the movie and I had to double check because I thought Alec Guinness was Peter Sellers. Ah. Because he's, he's playing the Tom Hanks role. He's so over the top and he's got the fake teeth.
1: Who does Peter Sellers play?
0: One of the other goons. One
1: of the other goons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. So like, um, for the record, just for the listening audience... Uh, Bob Jones University was a super right-wing, it was all wrapped up with like right-wing Reaganism in the 70s and 80s. And it's just like, it's just not plausible that an old lady, an old black lady in Mississippi would be like, I like Bob Jones University. So what you're saying, maybe it's that she's out of touch, but it's just such a, like making her so out of touch is just kind of cruel.
0: It, yeah, it's not it's not a funny joke. It's um, not a funny joke. It, it, and that's I think that's why this this original one worked better is because part of the joke it was like sort of looking fondly at this high society type old lady, mm-hmm. and also poking fun at her. So look, there's Alec Guinness <sighs> with the fake teeth, um, He's sort of like pasty and smoking and stuff. Um, oh, it's in color. I didn't realize it was in color. It's it's Technicolor, but yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's why the joke worked better in the original one because you're right. punching up, and this one it's like, and even the jokes against her in the original aren't really that bad. It's it's just like she's she's a little bit senile. She has a she has a parrot that gets out. There's some really funny in the original. There's some very good slapstick in this there's like this whole bit for when they actually steal the thing um there's peter sellers by the way Uh uh-huh that's his character um and they're all they're
1: stealing in this one um they're
0: stealing some something from a train okay some kind of train deposit or something Mm -hmm. um and that's that's the little old lady there uh go ahead no, you go
1: ahead. Does the original contain any suggestion that part of the way that uh, Alec Guinness is sort of conning her is that he's feigning romantic interest in her? Is there a bit of a like? Uh, no. So that's another thing that I, then I just so the term lady killer is usually used for a person who's like uh, a lothario, yeah, you know, yeah, and it doesn't really even apply. This situation, so it's even a strange title for the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, there's, there's, there's no. I mean, look how old that that person is. You know, like it's just, she's got to be in her eighties.
1: Yeah, you know, it's like, oh God, there's just nothing in this movie works. Nothing. So
0: that there, I, I. I'll, I'll tell you the redeeming, the only, the few, not even redeeming. Let's okay. not use that word. Right. The few funny parts for me. Okay. Um, Tom Hanks doing that thing, like I that accent take... and stuff. Yeah. I I I love when Tom Hanks goes huge and weird and funny.
1: I love that. Like. Yeah. Okay. Just, I see that. Just, That's uh, that, Yeah. It, it, it's, it's that could have been a great character in a better movie. It's funny, I, th- I think that's kind of
0: funny. I think j k. Simmons doing similarly huge and weird, and the repetition of the trial balloon. Um, hmm. it, it, you know that's that repetition I thought was pretty funny too. Um, so the j k.
1: Simmons character didn't work for me, and i and I kind of was surprised. I thought, I don't know, like in my head, I found it a lot. In my memory, I found it a lot funnier than I did this time.
0: They didn't let him do the I feel like they didn't let him do v- funny things. Like I liked the repetition of the trial balloon. I feel mm-hmm. like they just should have amped that up all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. It's just propose wild things, you know, and then followed up with, well, oh, easiest thing in the world, trial balloon. And I
1: and I and I also thought like the IBS. It's
0: was not, so it stupid. it wasn't funny. It was really and stupid.
1: also it's actually not consequential, right? No. When when I was watching them, it was like, oh yeah. He's got IBS and that foils their plot somehow. No, it doesn't. It plays no. It plays no role. It's just. It's just added for no reason. The only thing is when he's getting strangled, his wife thinks, "Oh, the IBS is flaring up." But that's. It's just they just add it to make to just for stupid jokes.
0: Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. And
1: why does why does the Tom Haines character refer to Mountain Girl as Mountain Water? Like, what is that joke? What even is that joke? It's. He keeps calling her mountain water instead of mountain girl and it's like what he, what joke is he not even being getting made the here?
0: like oh i forgot what her name was yeah yeah it's not good it's not good um oh my god I, I i i did like his accent i loved the music that i love oh I'm yeah i glad music got is great. that that gospel music
1: in um, fact i think i have the soundtrack that was a i think senior year of college i listened to the soundtrack a lot god it's uh, it, actually
0: it, very similar to in blues brothers, the, that kind of, I'm not like a gospel music person. So I'm only taking these like he, things that I know from, from big movies, you know, but mm-hmm. that, that I looked up the, I was listening to the music on Spotify the other day. Cause I really liked, I really liked that gospel music. Yeah.
1: The church music scenes. I think the Dixie hummingbirds is on the soundtrack.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They, uh, really good.
1: Yeah. Really good. But like, I just was, I was almost like getting mad watching this movie.
0: Yeah, I fell asleep three times. Um, it just, it's
1: like, it,
0: yeah, it's, it's really, really bad.
1: It's, it's just like a race, like a, if a racist person watched this movie, they would see in the Marlon Wayne's character confirmation of all their anti Black stereotypes. Yes. Like, oh, Black people, they think everything's racist. So we're going to have a character get fired. Because he can't control his uh, his his primal sexual urges, he's going to get yeah. fired for that, and then he's going to say, "You're just firing me because I'm black." It is like it is like a racist. Uh, it's like your racist uncle's idea of. Uh, oh God, it's so bad. It's
0: so bad. It's so bad. In fact, like for me, it's it's bad to the point that I think it's going to ruin other Coen Brothers movies for me because I'm I, going. I, I had that thought a little bit. Yeah, because I'm gonna look at other Cohen brothers movies How and be like, why is there movie? no why is there no people of color in this movie at all? You know, like I'm gonna Maybe... think that, and then I'm gonna be like, well, thank God there's nobody, there's no person of color in this movie because they'd be written like this.
1: Well, their next movie's got Denzel in the lead role. we we'll so, see. Yeah, but this... apparently Joel Cohen made it without Ethan. Oh, uh, interesting. It's, it's like the, the first movie that Joel Cohen has done without his brother's co-direction
0: this i i'm i'm playing the the original lady killers on the (laughs) screen and this bit is this is the kind of funny slapsticky bit it's like this guy with uh with an apple like a literal apple cart is parked trying to sell his wares and this horse is eating his apples and the old lady's getting mad because he's hit he he's like trying to get the horse to stop. And they're in yeah. the middle of trying trying to get the money back to the house. Ah, uh, okay. And so they're, like, following her and, like, and she's, you know, doing the old lady, like, how dare you? How dare you, <laughs> it's, it's It's this elaborate thing. It has, like, this elaborate payoff after, like, three minutes. Three minutes of this. Um, th- Another I person... Was, Go ahead. <laughs> see there's like he slips on the thing uh, uh like the uh, I, I i why like they could have made a very like okay here's the setup for the big slapstick joke like coen right. brothers are more than capable of doing that yeah oh and again they had somebody shoot sh- like in the movie same thing oh, happened God. in lady killers the I mean, same thing happened in Intarable Cruelty, shooting right. the, the guy shooting himself in the face.
1: Yeah, this could, this should have, it should have been a family-friendly PG-13 movie. But instead, was it rated R? There's, oh yeah, it's rated R. Think about how much, think about how often the Marlon Wayans character says fuck. Oh yeah, like it's every other word out of his mouth. It's like, it should have been a PG-13 family-friendly movie, and. You know on the one hand it's like okay i like the i like that marva munson has a has a good outcome at the end of the movie it's sweet in that regard but yes. otherwise it's not it's not sweet it's like nasty the yes, characters yeah. are nasty to each other it, oh, just it, nothing about this movie works
0: I, it, yeah a it, few it's, things that we have mentioned <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't know that they work i just think i think i think. I'm 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 trying hard to just give like a positive, you know. Yeah,
1: I like Zima, the the guy who plays the general. Um, he's a, I think he's yeah. a great actor. He's in the Farewell. He plays the dad in this movie called the Farewell, oh, which I think is a wonderful yeah. movie.
0: That was a great movie. I didn't realize it was um, the same
1: guy. Yeah, and then he's the dad in the new Mulan, which I didn't see. I don't think um, I'm going to
0: watch that. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna out watch of uh, out of knowing how they supported the concentration camps or whatever i don't think i'm watching it i don't think i'm watching tenant either for not for concentration camp reasons but because uh christopher nolan pushed so hard for people to go flock into movie theaters during a pandemic to watch this stupid movie (sighs) that has the main character's name is protagonist (laughs) Uh, like i don't give me a fucking break yeah Um, it could be
1: fun to do a podcast where where um I watch it and you don't.
0: I would. I would Ask definitely do about, that. Okay. I would definitely. I'm do gonna that.
1: wait for it to be easily viewable for only like four bucks or whatever.
0: Yes, I'm definitely um.
1: down. Down
0: for that.
1: <laughs> oh um, man. And like, I, there's I, some I, other things like. They spent, they, they set up the lump character so much, like that scene where he's playing football and it's like from his point of view. That scene goes on for like five minutes. It probably wasn't that long, but it felt like
0: it felt really long. It
1: felt really long
0: compared oh, to other God. people that don't get any, that really don't get any
1: setup. No. Yeah, J.K. Simmons doesn't get any setup. Well, I guess he does with the, the dog on the movie set, but yeah. Ugh.
0: It's not, it's not, it's just not a good movie. It's not one I ever want to watch again.
1: I went to Rotten Tomatoes just cause I was curious, like what kind of reviews it got. And it got a surprising number of, you know, three and four and a half stars out of five, three out of five, three out of four kind of reviews. Um, it, I didn't, I didn't read any of them, but yeah, I think that a lot of critics probably would not like Anne Hornaday from Washington post. I think she's a good critic. I bet if she, she gave it a positive review back in 2004, I bet if she watched it again, she'd be like, ooh.
0: Yeah, I, I think people,
1: I, here,
0: this might, this might, I, I think if you want to cleanse your palate of this movie, Bill, I think watch the original. Okay, The original is great. It's Alec Guinness being weird. Um, it's, it has none of, none of the problems that that the uh that the new one does other than the they are nasty like they are they are crooks but um it's all slapsticky and like it's just goofy and weird curiosity
1: at risk of spoiling excuse me
0: well, you know the, the end. Original, There's no well, spoiling. so
1: does it end in with the same? Does it end in the same precise way? Does it end where mm-hmm. the old lady gets to keep the money because the police don't believe what she's saying? Yeah. Okay. It has that same kind of.
0: Yeah. It's the same bit. They're all dead. She gets to keep the money because they're like, oh, here, the lady who comes in and talks about aliens is here again. She's, it, which it, it's, it's kind of a funny beat because at the, at it net, it, it I guess if you really wanted to read into the ending of the original, it could imply that she's been telling the truth the entire time.
1: Hmm. I you see know, what you
0: mean. like there really were aliens and stuff. So like, who knows? Like, these people will listen to her, you know? So, uh,
1: does it have an orange cat?
0: No, there's no, there's okay. uh, birds, no cats.
1: Okay. Cause in the cause the only other thing that I kind of got some pleasure out of was thinking about the orange cat in inside lewin davis oh yeah connection because it's a similar thing like um, it's a fairly major plot point in both movies that there's an orange cat that keeps getting out yeah and the protagonist of the movie has to track it down
0: yeah yeah no in in this one uh in the old old version there she has birds the birds keep getting out and there's it's it's even better because they show them like climbing up this weird this weird house um it feels like an edward gory like if edward Gorey were to make a movie you know mm-hmm. um it's it's all poking fun at like british stereotypes gotcha. you know like look at that guy
1: yeah
0: and this is some sort of peter laurie esque guy mm-hmm. um
1: all right. Are they pretending to be musicians? Yes. Same thing? Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and the way she finds out is the, the lump surrogate guy, he's carrying his cello case out, but the strap gets caught in her door. And so he yanks it, and then the money goes everywhere. I see. And there's another funny bit, because at one point her niceness gets the better of her and she starts to be an accomplice with them for like a scene. So she's like in on it and he's sort of trying to rationalize with her about like all of the money she could donate. You know, I guess yeah. he does that. I guess Tom Hanks does that too. All right. Well, maybe we've talked about it enough. I've yeah. sure uh, talked about it enough.
1: So the next one would be, this is the next one.
0: Let's see. Filming filmography. Uh No Country for Old Men.
1: Oh man. So they took a bit of a they took
0: three years. Substantial break. Yeah. Oh, I think you might be locked up a bit. I'm going oh to, no. Ah, uh, there you are. Nope. You're just yeah. still.
1: I was just still.
0: And then and after they that, break. they after that, they like all i i I didn't like true grit um but i mean i liked it fine burn after reading was okay true grit was okay hail caesar was okay but i loved no country for old men um love the serious man Mm -hmm. love lewin uh, lewin davis buster scruggs is great
1: yeah no i'm excited about um I, I I'm pretty curious about Burn after reading because I believe that is also one that I only ever saw in the theater. Um, so I'll be curious to to see how that one has aged for me.
0: I've seen it since for some reason. I can't remember why. I don't know. Maybe we might we might have a bit of a gap in between because I have no Country for Old Men the novel and I've never read it. Maybe I'll try to oh. read, maybe I'll try to read that before um, we talk about.
1: It. I've read the novel twice. I really like it um yeah i really i really like the novel quite a lot um i go back and forth on whether i think the novel is better or not as good as the movie
0: <clears throat> yeah i'm gonna i'm i do like me some cormac so
1: oh man so um i clicked on the imdb page for their movie that's coming out the tragedy of macbeth yeah. um and uh it's got a good cast, Denzel Washington, Francis McDormand, Brendan Gleeson, who seems yeah. like a character that should have been in a Coen Brothers movie by now. Oh, wait, he he is in Buster Scruggs, I believe.
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Harry Melling, who's Corey really good. Corey
0: Hawkins.
1: Huh. I don't know who Corey Hawkins is.
0: Um, he was in The Walking Dead, 24, and he played Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton.
1: Oh, okay, okay. It's also got Ralph Innocent in it. Oh, man.
0: I don't know that person.
1: Ralph Innocent plays the dad oh. in The Witch, and he's also in The Ballad of Buster Scruggs.
0: <laughs> and he and he was in the British office also. Oh. Did you know that? No. Yeah, he's... he's. Um, are, are you familiar with the American office?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm familiar with both of them. I just yeah, can't right. think who he was in it
0: he he played the he played michael's way over the top or whatever uh way over Brent, the top David, friend Brent. okay yeah, way over the top oh, friend yeah one who's like oh i'll show you and he throws the guy's shoes on the
1: yeah 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 super funny huh
0: cinematography not uh what's his name that we just mentioned not roger deakins it's a bruno del bonel film. it's a
1: it's gonna be a black and white film too
0: oh, he worked on Amelie in a very long, long engagement and Lillian I like Davis. those movies Amelie's great. I haven't seen a very long engagement
1: i like it it's a it's a good um i th- I, I remember it being a very good movie <clears throat> How's the length too long is it very long mm, it's uh, it's not so long not so long <laughs> huh. well. All right. All right, I guess we've covered it. I didn't bother doing any trivia this time cuz man, it would have been <laughs> I just wanted yeah, to that's... think about the movie less.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um we did we did our current events corner. That's true. That'll take I want to play place. I want to I want to get my money's worth out of this little ditty that I that I made. All right. That's it for now. So, were you are
1: you at were you playing the bass over the the backtrack?
0: It's a little, um, this cork thing, you can pick any of the different, um, parts and ad-lib on them. Gotcha. So right there, I was just, like, fiddling around with the usual base part. Nice. Trying to be obnoxious with it. I like
1: this. I do like this.
0: Yeah, it's a neat little, it's a neat little program. All right. Well, All right. Until stay, next time. Stay by your apparatus. Stay
1: by it. 呃,拜拜。Uh,